0: Shalom Aleichem, Rabotai. This is the sheer for Mishnah Yomi you've all been waiting for when we read the very last Mishnah of Zoraim and we start Shabbos on a Thursday. So we are in Bikurim, in the fourth parak of Bikurim at Mishnah. Hey, again, finishing up our topic of Androgynous, who is born with both male and female parts. Eino shave Lola Noshim Lola noshim ketzot How is Androgynous unlike both regular men and women? Ein ultimato. If an goes into the base of Mikdash tame, he's not actually chayiv because it's a suffix. Recall, if an if an actual real vade woman sees red, then she's tame, and if a man sees white, he's he's a zov, she's a zava, and they're mamish tame. But here it's a suffix. Is he is androgynous a man a woman? So if he sees, then it's a suffix. Ein sorfin ultimatus. So we don't burn the kodshim, that Androgynous touched because again, it's a suffolk, If it's a real tumah derisa and a suffolk, we're not going to burn it. nerach and erchin. The valuations written in the Torah. someone pledges their erich, the valuation that's um, stated in uh, VaYikra chapter twenty-seven. Uh, so the he's not for certain, a man or a woman, so an Androgynous doesn't have an Erich according to the Torah, Lo uh, lo not like men or like women. You can't sell him as an Eved Ivri, because in Eved Ivri, the servant who's Jewish, there are different laws, whether the servant is a man or a woman, and we don't know what Androgynous is. So he's not like either. And if somebody else sees Androgynous, and he sees him and says, and he says, I am a Nazar if this person is either not a man or not a woman. Then the onlooker who sees the androgynous and makes such a vow, which you mentioned yesterday, he, out of suffolk, he, well, it's not really a suffolk in this case, because the androgynous is either not a man or not a woman. He's kind of one or the other, but we just don't know. It's, it's just a suffolk. And the Mishnah concludes a very amazing statement. Rabbi androgynous. This androgynous is a bria bifnei osma. It's not that it's a suffolk. It's not that it's a both. It, it's its own category. It's neither a man nor a woman nor a suffix. It's its own category. Its own distinct category in halacha. im And the sages did not prove one way or another if it's more if it's like a man or like a woman. So Rabbi Yossi says that these things, well, it's a suffix, it's nishtahin, nishtaher. we don't know. says, well, we do know it's that we don't know. It's certain that we don't know. So it's an amazing lesson. Sometimes you have to stop and realize we, we just don't know everything, and that's okay, as long as you figure out the halacha ramifications of that. Of all tum-tum, but there's another thing called a tum-tum, and this is a person born with a membrane, like a layer of skin, covering their private parts so... There's something under there, and it's either man or woman, but we don't know yet. And maybe if he has a surgery, we're going to find out. So a tumtum is not like this. And that's where we have a suffix, according to biosi. With a tumtum, there is a suffix, if it's a man or a woman, and we can reveal the suffix surgically, refuah shlema. So Mazel Tov, uh, details about the sium to follow, Bezrat Hashem. And let's turn to Moed and start Shabbos on a Thursday. As a bit of background for the first pick of Shabbos, there are four domains on Shabbos we're gonna talk about Rashuta Rabim. The post schemes say these are major streets that go all the way to the city, at least 16 amot wide. Some adjunct 600,000 people passing through the city. The public square that you know they have in Europe and in the old country, they don't really have that here. Maybe Times Square might count as this. And Rashut the Yahid is a, a private space, a home, a courtyard, something fenced off. There's also a karmelite, which is sort of something in between, like the ocean, the desert. And there's also a which is very small and is not uh, really, it's sort of like a mini domain. Um, so the first Mishnah here, Yitziot HaShabbat, transfers on Shabbat. And we're talking about transfers that can bring a Chiyuv De Raita, a Chiyuv of a chatat, if somebody makes a mistake... He forgot that it's Shabbos, or he didn't realize that this kind of thing was usher on Shabbos. We're going to get into that in Perak Gudel, the ramifications of breaking Shabbos. So here it's a transfer from Rashut Rabim to Rashut Yachid, from a public domain to a private domain, or vice versa. So you'd see the Shabbat, Shtayim Shehen Arba Bifnim, Shtayim Shehen Arba B'chutz. Two that are four from the inside, and two that are four from the outside. Don't worry, the Mishnah will explain. How does this work? There's a poor man standing outside the door, and we're going to find out he has a basket, and he's trying to get food into his basket to take home for Shabbos. And there's a wealthier man who has what to eat. He's inside. So what's the first scenario? Is So the, the poor man stretches his hand into the house. He's stretching his arm from the Roshu the public street, into the house, into a Rishut yachid a private house, um, and he puts something in the hand of the homeowner, of the wealthy man, maybe his basket. Or he takes something out of the hand, like a loaf of bread, and he removes it from the house, back into the street, on the Chayev Bolobayit putter. The poor man is now Chayev for Yetziya for transferring a domain on Shabbat, and the homeowner inside is potter he hasn't he hasn't really done anything what happened was the on the, did both steps he did the transfer from one domain to the other and he did either the putting down or the picking up so there's actually two steps two components to a yitzia there's the picking up or putting down step and there's the moving from one domain to another step, as we're going to see in this Mishnah. So next case, if the homeowner sticks his hand outside into the public street, gives a loaf of bread or something into the hand of the Ani, or he takes the basket out of the poor man's hand and he brings it back into his hand, now, the balabait Chayev the Potter. So, the homeowner, he's done both steps. He's transferred domains and he's done the picking up or the putting down. Third case, Poshota Ani et Yodulifnim. The poor man stretches his hand into the house. Vinotal balabait Midocha. And now, instead of the poor man uh, putting something down or picking it up, now the homeowner is the one who takes from the poor man's hand. Or the wealthy man inside put something into the hand. Now they're both Patr, they've both done a malacha, they've both done half of the avoda, half of the malacha. No single man has done both segments, both portions of the malacha of hotza. The next case, the wealthy man inside sticks his hand outside. And now the poor man. Picks up something from his hand, or puts something into his hand, again, the this is the opposite direction, but each man is doing half of the malacha, so they're putter. Now it's Usr. It's forbidden to do it, because a person might easily come to do the entire malacha derisa, if they do half of the malacha, but it's not chayev achatas. It's not chayev eskila if he did it on purpose with witnesses. It's not chayev achatas if he did it by accident. Now, this first Mishnah is clearly a hypothetical case that our sages picked so we could start to understand. And we'll get into more detail about yitzia and about transferring on Shabbat. This is obviously a hypothetical case. Because if this were a real matzah, as if there was literally an ani, a poor man standing outside the door, then the wealthy man inside would invite him to come inside for Shabbos. It would be a hachnas, it would be pasha. So, but obviously it's hypothetical. Mazel tov and hatzlacha on beginning our Shabbat and zai gezunt.